0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 367. Can I get him to stop watching TV? And check email like a minimalist from the audiobook Essential, Essays by the Minimalists. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who struggles to speak and thus decided that creating a podcast would be a good idea. No idea what I was thinking, but somehow it is working. Thanks so much for listening. If you're new here, about 95% of these podcasts are me reading to you from blogs that I think will help you optimize your life. And that includes topics like personal development, productivity, and minimalism. And now I just recently hit 365 episodes, and this is a daily show every day, including weekends and holidays. So that means I've been doing this exactly for one year. So right now I'm sort of taking a break, not really, because there are three other podcasts in this little Optimal family of ours. But instead of reading to you live, I'm going to play an excerpt from the minimalist book, Essential, which is essentially, for lack of a better word, essays from their blog. So while this is different in that I'm playing you previously recorded material, this is what I'd be doing for you normally on the show anyway. And by the way, this audiobook that I'm about to play for you is available on Audible, and you can get it for free if you start a trial with Audible through my link, oldpodcast.com free. You'll be allowed to get any audiobook you want for free, but I do recommend one of the books I narrated for The Minimalists, and you'll get a 30-day trial of the company, which is owned by Amazon, and if you don't like the trial for whatever reason, you can cancel in those 30 days, it wouldn't have cost you anything, and you get to keep the audiobook. So to do that, come by oldpodcast.com slash free and check it out. And with that, let's hear a clip from the audiobook and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the audiobook, Essential, Essays by The Minimalists. Can I get him to stop watching TV? A reader, Michelle, wrote seeking our advice, quote, I'm working on creating a minimalist lifestyle for my family, but I've hit a roadblock and hope you can help, especially from the male perspective. In our house, we watch TV, always have. I despise the TV because my husband spends so much time watching sports, it's often used as a babysitter for our kids when I'm not home, it costs us money, granted the cable doesn't cost that much, and most of all, it sucks up our time. What, if any, suggestions do you have to get this time sucker out of my house without causing a war with my husband? He is embracing minimalism, at least in theory, because while we didn't have tons of stuff, we got rid of lots of junk and he likes the feeling of more space, but I mentioned his beloved TV and it's a whole different ballgame, Our recommendations? Start with yourself. Before you can convince anyone to change, you must first change yourself. Reduce. How many TVs do you have? If it's more than one, reduce them by half initially. Get down to one TV over time. Bedroom. Whatever you do, get the TV out of the bedroom. There are better ways to entertain each other in bed. Schedule. Schedule your viewing. Don't watch television unless you have scheduled your viewing at least 24 hours in advance. Ask your husband to attempt this with you for 10 days, an experiment of sorts. Limit. Limit yourself to X hours per week. Track your viewing. Do this together for 10 days. Friends. Invite friends over to watch TV with you during your scheduled viewing and then talk about what you watched afterward. This will strengthen your relationships. Replace. Replace TV with other activities. Just getting rid of TV is boring. What else can you do together instead of watch television? Once you do these things, your husband will likely follow. There's nothing wrong with owning a TV. It's when we spend too much time watching television that it has a negative effect on our lives. Check email like a minimalist by Joshua Fields Milburn. Most of us receive a multitude of emails each day. It's easy to address them one by one, filtering and sorting and replying to them as they tumble into our inboxes. Most of the emails I receive are either positive or pointless. Nice words from readers, positive, or junk mail I do my best to filter out, pointless. Thus, it's only logical to want to check my email frequently, receiving textual praise while clearing the clutter. It's a win-win, right? After all, who doesn't want constant positive feedback? And who doesn't want to feel productive? This sounds ideal except for one problem, we have real lives. You see, living in our inboxes, something I did for a long time, especially during my 12 years in the corporate world, forces us to be on edge, always seeking the next nugget of digital applause, always anticipating the next question, the next follow-up, the next action item. Worse, it keeps me away from living a fulfilling life, one that doesn't revolve around the white glow of my computer screen. The problem with email is it's never enough. Even when we whittle our incoming messages down to zero, we're constantly waiting for the next fleeting bit of good information. I call these bits food pellets from the universe. Similar to a lab rat, we have trained ourselves to click that get mail button to receive these food pellets. Hit the lever, get the food. Hit the lever, get the food. Hit the lever, get the food. Sometimes the food is tasty, a kind message from a friend, a thoughtful question, a hilarious link from Nicodemus, but most of the time these food pellets are filled with empty calories and they taste like cardboard. So instead of checking my email throughout each day, I check it once a day at most. And some days I don't check it at all. A handful of changes in my life have made this shift possible and far less stressful than you might think. Home. I don't have internet at home. This one change, albeit utterly frustrating at first, is likely the most productive thing I've ever done. Because I don't have internet at home, It is impossible for emails to penetrate the walls of my abode. Phone. I don't get emails on my phone. Once I brought my cell phone back into my life, after going two months without it, I discovered that it was better and far less stressful to remove email from it altogether. Now I use my phone to text and, talk. Planning. When I check email, I do so deliberately. I set aside a block of time, clear my plate, and embrace the messages on my schedule, on my terms, when it's convenient for me. If I do it right, it's possible to enjoy myself even when I'm checking my email. Expectations. It's important to set the proper expectations with people. Let people know how you feel about email. They likely feel the same way. Ask them to respect your time and attention. My friends know I don't like receiving superfluous emails, and if they must send me an email, then I likely won't respond right away. My students know I don't respond the same day either. When I do respond, it's thoughtful, succinct, and above all, value-adding. The best question to ask yourself before clicking the send button is, does this email add value? You just listened to an excerpt from the audiobook Essential, Essays by the Minimalist. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. And one last time, you can get this audiobook that I narrated or even Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life by the Minimalists, which I also narrated. Either one is free if you get a trial of Audible through my link oldpodcast.com/free. Audible will pay the minimalist for the book. They'll donate back to this podcast since I referred you there and you get to keep the audiobook even if you cancel your trial. That's what I call a win-win-win. Again, just come by oldpodcast.com/free to get a free audiobook. And that will do it for today. I will likely play some more of this book for you tomorrow. But again, it's basically the same thing as me reading straight from the site. have a great Monday and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together